Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Have you seen it? Is the question. Maybe like three to five. Nothing crazy. Because every time I watched Step Brothers, it got better and better. Super bad is like that, but it's in the wrong one. way. You I can don't never really make like... old school today, unfortunately, oh, but that's a great one. That's first ballot. That's what I'm talking about. Those aren't the same. Hall of Famer. Yeah, it's yeah. a Hall of Fame. But they're all the same time period. You know, they're all. You tried to make them today. You're in trouble. Big trouble. <laughs> Big trouble. <laughs> we could still do this one, though. What's going on, everybody? A little cold open there. We had to we had to close that out. Ben told me he's never seen the movie Waiting, which I think it's actually, look, I'm not saying it's weird that you haven't seen it. That's not a big deal. It's actually pretty good, right? Came out around the same time as Borat, which was an instant classic. Um, I don't go to the theaters anymore, right? I haven't been to a theater in a long time. I'm assuming you'll never be back to a theater. That assumes that I ever went to one to begin with. Really? No, I used to go to the movies a lot. What last movie you saw in the theater? Ah. Justine and I went to see, I forget what it was, but it was, it was uh, sold out. So we went, so we're like, whatever, we're here. We just got dinner and it was this awful Paul Walker, RIP uh, movie that we, it's the only time I've ever walked out of a movie. Have you ever walked? Cause it was the literally the only time I've ever walked out of a movie in my life. It's called brick mansions. I think worst thing I've ever seen. I've never heard of that. No, it was terrible. Terrible. What's the last movie you've seen in the theaters? I want to say Inception. Which oh, so they were going back. But I'm pretty, that can't be true, though. I think, I'm actually almost positive, I saw the new, the Entourage movie in theaters. Me and May when went. was that? It was a while ago, but not, like Inception was like 10, 10 years ago. Uh, Entourage maybe five years ago. Okay. Oh, I know what I saw last. This was a movie that I said I need to see in IMAX. Really wanted to see it. Justin hates going the movie. But at the time, Disney had essentially said with the new Star Wars movie around here that if you if you didn't put their movie in IMAX for like 90 straight days, they were just going to pull it from everything. So I really wanted to see The Revenant with uh, Revenant, right? With with Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. And uh, Tom Tom Hardy. Yeah. So we ended up seeing it not in IMAX. Good movie, but that's the last one I saw. And that had to have been like seven, six, seven years ago, right? Yeah. 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 But yeah, all right. Good stuff. Anyway, what I was gonna say is I'm I'm thinking I might go see the new Jackass movie in theaters. It brings me back to my old days, man. Those were like the greatest days. I saw life. that in theaters. One of those for sure. Jackass three. Probably, yeah. You will watch the new one, even if it's not in theaters, right? For sure. Yeah, no doubt about it. 
Although Bam's lost his mind, apparently. He was suing Johnny Knoxville in them. I didn't know that, but I'm not overly surprised to hear that. Well, no, me neither. What's going on, guys? We're happy to have you with us. Happy to be talking a little football. I'll tell you why I'm really excited about this too, Ben, uh, is we already have our guys behind the scenes working overtime recently. We already have ownership projections, which is awesome on a Tuesday, right? And we already have our projections. So because the, a lot of these sites for the championship weekend posted props already, Odd Shoppers got all the player props out. I mean, this is the best shape we've been in all season on a Tuesday. It's fantastic. And normally, we don't really have the opportunity with props to jump on them early. But with only two games and yep. in, a, in a pretty stable situation, this is not the regular season. I think you can actually bet props. I, I've been saying maybe wait you know, wait till Friday, wait till Saturday. This is the first week. I think I might dive into some props today, tomorrow, and actually lock them in and see if I can beat these closing lines by, uh, you know, several yards or several points. hundred percent. I don't know how much we've stressed it all season, but these props change a lot leading Huge. up to Sunday. If you, if you get them right and you actually are, you know, they could swing against you too. But the idea here is that we're getting on the ones that are going to move in our direction. Uh, that's why Odd Shopper has been huge for us, too. You have the expected win rates, the expected ROI. You have our projections. These are the same projections that we use at Awesome too, over at Odd Shopper. So let's do some of that today. Why not? Uh, we'll, we'll try and lock some props in for this two-gamer. Uh, no Jordan Vanek with us today, but uh, I guess better late than never. I'm Dave Lockren at Lafayette underscore D on Twitter and on the Instagram. I, that's more of a that's more of like a I don't really do anything work related. There. A lot of people you go on Facebook, Ben. And it's like they're posting all of their work stuff, you know, on Instagram. They're posting all their work reels. I very, very seldom do that. I keep it more personal. But uh, anyway, you can find Ben at, at JazzRazDFS. Are you an Instagram and Facebook guy? Come on. Are you serious? No. No. <laughs> I'm friends with I, your girlfriend on Instagram. We're, yeah. We're, we're, she posts a decent amount. She posts. She posts for the both of us. There you go. Um, I, I, I don't even... Facebook is is dust. Obviously, I had it growing up. Uh, yes. Instagram, I, I would be fine with. I just don't have enough. I can barely get enough tweets out there. Like, I have to do more. It's <laughs> right. so difficult. Right. I have nothing to say. No, me neither. And I, face, I still have Facebook just in case anyone. Like Once in a while, an old friend of mine will hit me up on, like, yeah. DM or something, and it's cool to talk to them. But aside from that, I do not post. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be opposed to that. Um, I just I don't have it anymore, and I honestly don't really mess up. Thought but I would. Twitter, Twitter's big for sports, though. That's why. Oh, like, you, you need have Twitter. To have Twitter. You have to great. have Twitter. You have to have your notifications set. You have to follow Ben. You have to follow me, even if it's just for when I'm tilting. It's a lot of fun. But anyway, uh, hit that thumbs up if you haven't done so yet. We're getting started early this week, even though it's both Sunday games. I'm actually very much looking forward to this. I think we can get an edge in the betting world and and really start to, to get an idea of what we're looking at from a DFS standpoint, too. Thank you, DraftKings, for releasing salaries earlier than you did last week. So hammer that thumbs up and uh, subscribe to the channel if you haven't done so yet. Season's winding down. We're going to have a ton of Super Bowl content, a ton of Super Bowl content. But until then, let's get ready for some championship weekend. And if you want to join the channel, just like our boy Nate Williams did, welcome to the team, Nate. Nice badge. Get the badges, the custom emojis, the free Super Chats each month. And we'll always prioritize your questions and comments 
along with our premium Discord members. You can hit that join now right below the like button, of course, after you hit that. All right, let's do it. Two games. We'll go position by position. Tomorrow we'll we'll look at a little more ownership. Thursday we'll go matchup breakdown with Matt Savoca and myself. Friday, Saturday, all that good stuff. Everything culminating. I guess we're going to do four and a half hours again on Sunday. Why not? If, hey, if you guys want want it and you show the support, we'll stay here all day. Uh, you, know, <laughs> you give us the likes, you give us the interaction. We, we love talking about it. We'll break it down from every single angle if the people want it. Yeah, I mean, why the hell not, right? Our sponsor, yeah. Yahoo's got a $500,000 prize pool, right? Uh, a ton of winner or everybody wins stuff. Like they, they got a, a bunch of monster contests going on. So uh, yeah, I'll take advantage of it. Look, one, two, two, everybody wins contest, uh, a $30,000 free roll, $500,000 uh, Sunday baller. Use the link in the description or the one Tyler's putting in the chat right now. Let me just get it out of the way now. Uh, use that. Take advantage of that. And if you do, sorry, Tyler, we went out of order, but why not? If you do, you get a free month of Awesome O Plus. Every tool on our site for every single sport, not just football, but basketball and everything else. Uh, and you get $10 in free credit to play there. Best contest payout structures you're going to find across any DFS platform. So take advantage of it for real. Yahoo's a really good place to play. Uh, and the prize pools keep getting bigger. The payouts keep getting better. And the prize structure isn't getting any worse, despite the fact that they are getting bigger in terms of prizes, which is what usually happens. So use that link, get the free month, join our discord, join our office hours and all of that good stuff. We'll see you over there. All right, Ben. Let's talk quarterbacks here. Interesting pricing. You got Mahomes at the top by a pretty wide margin. And then you have guys like Burrow and Stafford in that mid-range. And then Jimmy G, who we talked about it, sprained shoulder, torn ligaments in his thumb, chipped bone in his in his thumb. Brutal, brutal back-to-back games, but they won both of them. So uh, I, I can't say I'm an, an, an I can't say I'm really happy about getting the Garoppolo today, but we should probably start with Mahomes in a game that has a 54 and a half point total. Yeah. I mean, we only got four quarterbacks. Jimmy G's not going to be popular. He shouldn't be popular. So it's really three quarterbacks. Um, obviously Mahomes. I mean, what can you say at this point? He's ridiculous. So is Josh Allen, but he's not here anymore. So, and this is something I, I will take a little credit for. We've talked about substantially and I'm a firm believer in this. When the Chiefs are in these big time games, Mahomes will run. He doesn't do that during the regular season because he doesn't have to. When he adds in 30, 50, 60 yards rushing, that's another touchdown, touchdown and a half in terms of the point value. It becomes almost impossible to stop him. Uh, these other guys in terms of Burrow and Stafford, they really don't bring that. So in addition to Mahomes just being you know, the best passer at times, he's bringing rushing upside. It's hard to not say... Let me just start with him and figure out the rest because it's not that big of a price hike. Matt Riley said, hold on. Did I miss the recap from the most amazing playoff weekend? No, you're right, though. It was. It was It was the best ever, hands down. Uh, all four games ended on walk-offs, Ben. It was just painful. That, I yeah. mean, it, it, yeah. it was great. It was, it was great games. I'm really not a fan of the coin toss rule, as a, a lot of people aren't. I think that's stupid. Uh other than that, though, it, it, they were great games. All of them, even the Green Bay game. I found that fascinating. I know people don't like games like that. Just I fantastic. Do. I love games like that. Absolutely. In the frigid yeah. weather, you know, just no off. Um, we had a taste of everything. Now. You had shootouts. You had yeah. back and forths. You had everything, man. It was it was awesome. Yeah, you were positioned really nicely. But Gabe Davis, 
four touchdowns, 200 plus yards in a loss is, is unthinkable. Yeah. If that was Diggs, uh, you would probably be doing a one man show today. That's for sure. Diggs' best play was tackling, tackling a fan the guy. On the field. Yeah. He crushed that guy. And that's another thing that you, you should just be able to go, uh, like American history X on people who run on the field. <laughs> just get them out of here. No respect for those people. Did you um, see my recommendation for uh, in lieu of a coin toss on Twitter? No. Send out your two greatest warriors, have them battle to the death for the opening kickoff. I thought you would appreciate that. What do you mean battle to the death? So just like at, they just put the ball down or there's not even a ball. You're just actually just going like, no, just like straight gladiator style without weapons but like you know bare knuckle just beat the piss out well, of each other until nobody can walk anymore yeah that that they're not going to do that but what they should do <laughs> is 11 on 11 everyone starts at their own end zone the ball is just sitting at midfield just just like beat the shit out of each other whoever's like gets a fumble ball. just a fumble pile first to get okay. it gets it but you're you're saying get momentum Get 50 yards of momentum first yeah. on both sides. Yeah. Rev it up. I feel like my idea is almost safer than yours. It's not about safe. It's about what's right. <laughs> it's, it's not. Yeah. It... The way they do it clearly is antiquated. You should never have not a chance to answer. I think that's pretty clear. You can. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. That's just stupid. I wouldn't even care if you just made it a playoff rule. Like, yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? I, I don't even care. Like you look at NHL. Someone was trying to explain how NHL is better, but there's no such thing as possession in the NHL. Like there's possession in terms of, okay, you have the puck on your stick. You have possession. You could turn it over, but there's no such thing as possession. There's a face off. Right. And then possession lasts momentarily in football. It's way different. This is like baseball, right? I, I see yeah, a home right. run in the top and it's over. Exactly. What? Right. That's a good point. Yeah. That's a great point. I, I say just, just do standard kickoffs. Like you don't have to do college style where you have a short field. Do standard kickoffs and each team gets the ball. You solved right? it. Look at that. It's so simple. It's so simple. I don't know. Play a whole overtime. That's tough though, Tulsa Dog. You're playing a whole 15 minute quarter, you know, in the playoffs. That's that's difficult. It's such a violent game. I mean, I don't know. I still like the gladiator style idea. I mean, all sports have problems. I'm not going to go into soccer, but like soccer obviously screws it up too with penalty kicks. It's just they haven't done great perfections to make these games uh, end. And, and it's a shame because I, I think we all would have loved to see could the Bills have answered. That would have been really cool For to sure. say. For sure. 
Alejandro makes a good point. He said you can't score on defense in baseball no matter, no matter how good the D is. Fair point. You're, you're right. But what Ben's also saying is that would be like giving a team just a half an inning, like no chance to, you know, unless they don't score. So that, that doesn't, doesn't make sense. But anyway, that, that's fine. Did you see the last duel, by the way? Is that a movie? No. Okay. Watch it. Let me know what you think. I thought it was highly overrated and everybody's gushing over Never it. It's on HBO Plus. Gushing over it. I thought it was wildly overrated and, and average at best, but that's besides the point. I love Burrow and, and, and Mahomes this week. Honestly, I like Stafford too, but this game just profiles as what you would think of as, as a lower scoring contest. I mean, the, 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 the Niners defense has played really well and 46 points isn't a low total. It's not, you know, it's not jets Patriots, but it's still low. Uh, just with the Bengals and Chiefs, though, Joe Burrow in this offense is such a, a finely tuned machine right now that I, I don't have I, I have little doubt that that they can keep pace. You know, okay, seven points seems fair, I guess, as a spread, but it this is an offense that is proven capable of being able to hang. I mean, they beat Kansas City in week 17. Granted, it's a regular season game, but you you get what I'm saying here. Like Jamar Chase is very good. Burrow looks outstanding. Uh, T. Higgins is a great second receiver. Tyler Boyd and and another thing I like about this team is they literally only play three receivers. No other receiver saw a single snap in this game. C.J. Uh, Uzoma is is playing great football right now. He continues to evolve as a tight end. So yeah, as, as much as I like Mahomes and and obviously we do. We saw Tyree Kill get back on the horse last week. Him and Kelsey combined for a 50% target share. I still really like Burrow as well, man. I, I love both of these guys. And I don't know how you couldn't. No, I I mean, obviously everything is overshadowed by what happened, but like lost in that was just how Gabe Davis was wide open on crucial, crucial plays. So like, much busted coverage, man. It was if unreal. If they don't get Tyron Matthew back, that's going to be a serious problem for them. Uh, and I, I totally get it. And then we do have the element, and it's not overly indicative, but Stafford obviously has played the Niners twice, and he had two picks in both games. He really didn't look good in either of them. Obviously, so far and in recent history, the Niners have just had the Rams number. Uh, it's kind of like with the Packers. I think we, we both talked about it's just not a good matchup for the Packers. It never is. Um, so I get it with Stafford, but it's hard not to lean to the obvious game, and that's Mahomes and that's Burrow. The thing is, it's not a good matchup for the Packers, but their 30th ranked special teams unit, again, was the culprit for why they lost this game. It was real bad. I mean, you if you're a Packers fan, if you're a cheesehead, You've just got to be devastated that, yeah, your offense didn't perform well, but your defense could not have played better throughout that game. Three points, man. Three points. Crazy. No excuse, though. You score the first drive of the game and you do nothing after that. Great. Yeah, no, you're, you're absolutely right. And and did you – Aaron Jones and Devontae Adams combined for 18 receptions, nine apiece. There was – Rodgers completed. So 18 receptions. Rodgers completed 19 passes. They had yeah, 18 of the 19. Lazard and Cobb combined for one target. Amazing. And I know you needed a little bit of Randall Cobb. Could have used it. it ultimately, it didn't really matter um, because of Gabe Davis. But at the time, it seemed like it mattered. I will say, though, look, this is why I, I try and throw out hypotheticals every week, like with the Aaron Jones thing. Like, you know, does 
does Aaron Jones end up getting used more than, than he has been given that he had the time off. And while it wasn't as much in the run game, he basically split carries with Dylan, which is more than we've seen. Uh, and he played 75% of snaps, Ben. Like I'm, I'm not trying to, to go back in, in and, 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 re, and, and, and harp on these things, but it, it does speak a lot to, we have to consider what playoff uh, roles will look like for certain players that may have been banged up. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, and again, Aaron Jones was just getting those, it was like four net, you know, those quick dump offs, he's just racking up the points. And then obviously he broke that long one, how he didn't score on that. It's a whole different show, but I think bringing it back to the teams that are left, obviously the game in the AFC, it profiles better and it probably is going to be get better. It doesn't mean there aren't guys on the Rams and the Niners that I like, but when we're talking about the stack and we're talking about how I want to construct the, the kind of foundation of my team, I think it's going to be Chiefs and I think it's going to be Bengals and then it's going to be Rams. And that's, I'm not using Jimmy G. He's already off the list. Okay. Uh, yeah. And, and like you said, the Tehran Matthew thing is, is massive. Justin in chat said that he's expected to be back this week. So that would be big, but yeah, that's huge. Do you, what do you, do you have any interest just because he's so cheap? I have to ask you this in Jimmy Garoppolo. No. Zero okay. interest. I don't either. I, I, I don't think you can do it. Um, I do have some interest in Kittle, and we can talk about that because his price keeps coming down. But I, I, I don't I, – maybe Garoppolo's shoulder is better. Maybe his thumb gets better. I think that's good for Kittle and such, but I still don't want to get to Garoppolo. And one of the reasons is these other quarterbacks just aren't that much more expensive. I'd still much rather go to Matthew Stafford than Jimmy Garoppolo at like a $900 increase. Yeah, I would agree. I think it's a gigantic drop off. The Niners have a formula and it's it's certainly not to let Jimmy G win the game. It's to try to <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. Uh, some of these throws, he's really lucky. There were multiple pick sixes in the Packers game. Now he's credit to him. He wins the games and he makes throws when he needs to. But from a fantasy perspective, he just has no upside, in my opinion. I, he would be he is farther last than Mahomes is first, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Totally get it. Uh, if it was like last Saturday, you could have made an argument for it in hindsight because none of those quarterbacks ended up doing anything. But that's just again, that's just hindsight, right? Like it's not, it's it's not a guy that you want to play. I think the best quarterback performance was 16 fantasy points from Joe Burrow. So yeah, just not great. It, if you're looking now just to close out the the quarterback position, and you're just saying, all right. Uh, you have four quarterbacks. Three of these guys are very good. Two of them are going to be very likely locked into a shootout. Are, are, are Mahomes and Burrow your two top guys? And I ask you this because right now, Joe Burrow, his projected ownership, which is up at awesome.com already. Shout out to the guys behind the scenes. Joe Burrow and Matthew Stafford are projected for almost identical ownership. And that surprised me. Yeah, if that's the case, I'll, I'll have a lot more Burrow than Stafford just the way it is. Uh, I only have, like I said, three quarterbacks to choose from. I want Mahomes. Uh, most people are going to go there, but I keep it pretty simple. There'll be other ways to differentiate on a two game slate. I'm going to go to the best game and the best quarterbacks are in that game. And I don't know what really, if ownership isn't dictating anything else, I'm not sure why I'd roll the dice uh, with anything else. For sure. You know how people talk a lot about teams seeing each other multiple times and the games are lo uh, lower scoring historically. 
Do you do you put any stock into that for this being the third time the Rams and Niners have faced each other this season? Uh, I think there's something to it, but it's very hard to quantify. I think the biggest thing is more on the betting side. Uh, I've heard some people just think that like, oh, well, the Rams can't beat them. The Rams can absolutely beat them. Uh, I don't. I, in fact, I like the Rams in the game, but I, I don't. I don't get too much into it. It's just you do have a couple data points that sometimes we don't have, but we've seen this with Buffalo, New England seen this with some of the other big rivalries uh it can it can sway quickly in, in who takes over these uh contests yeah and we only have two games anyway yeah that's the other thing we don't have the luxury of of doing some of these things we're forced to get some exposure so my awesome gears begun to arrive right the shirts the sweatshirts and everything they're coming separately though ben i thought it would all come at once Mine or yours? Mine is, I'm saying, but it's all coming separately, right? Like ah. days apart. But check that out. Isn't that nice? Ooh. Yeah, I know you're not a coffee drinker. I'm it's not. a little smaller, a little smaller of a mug, but pretty sweet. Yeah, I got some, I believe, I mean, you would know better than me. I believe I have some apparel headed my way. Oh, good. I ordered it for you last week. It should be here uh, any day now. Look at that. Awesome, awesome a merch store. I say this with all sincerity. Um, it doesn't really affect anybody if you buy it or not, but it would be cool to have people repping it with us. So you, you want any of the awesome merch, you think it's cool, check it out in our shop. And I'll let you uh, know, honestly, like if, if it's comfy, I'll, I'll let you know. The sweatshirt, um, surprisingly, very comfortable. That's the key. As yep. you can see, I only wear comfy clothes. Very comfortable. Yeah, I mean, I'm wearing slippers right now. I'm wearing under, I'm dressed like I'm about to star on The Revenant here. I got like a pearl <laughs> neck all under armor going on. You need like, a thicker beard. You need to grow that beard out though. Yeah, I got to. All right. Uh, anything else for I think we've covered quarterback pretty comprehensively there. Yeah, I think, again, the tools I will rely on for, for clarity on, on what the field is doing. But I know where I want to go. And that's to the obvious choices. I had one more question. I think a pertinent one. Are you a little bit surprised that in our top stack tool also updated Kansas City has a 44 percent top stack probability? That's not the surprising part, right? But Rams are 31%. Cincinnati's 17.5%. That seems low. Yeah, it does, actually. I, I mean, I get that they're in a game with the other team. So, like, a lot of times when Cincinnati's stack crushes, it's similar to, like, Buffalo, the Chief stack crushes just a little more, and they take some of that top stack percentage right from Cincy, where the Rams – they're in their own game. Like what, what, obviously I'm, I don't have those numbers in front of me, but that means the Niners are what? 7%, something like that. Sub 10%. Yeah, 8%, from what you, I think it yeah, was 8%. So like with the Rams, if they have their game, it's very unlikely that the Niners outscore them for the top stack. But I, I am a little surprised at that. Again, I think we're already identifying possible leverage and it's with Joe Burrow and the Bengals. For sure. For sure. All right. And uh, we had a question from from Justin. Do you hold any stock in Stafford's performances against the Niners this year? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. But it's not just like, oh, what has he done against him? It's the Niners have a good defense that's looked even better. Uh, they got Bosa back after thinking that he might be out. That's huge. The Rams offensive line is, has at times towards the end of the season been questionable as well. I mean, yeah, I, I absolutely do. That's why as much as I loved Stafford last week, and I think that was just a much better matchup for him. I, I like Burrow over 
I like Burrow over Stafford this week. So that, I'll just do this, Ben. I'll rank it. I got Mahomes and Burrow, then Stafford, and then Garoppolo is not only a distant fourth, but he's basically out of the equation for me. And and we're unanimous in that. The other thing about Stafford, uh, and I liked him, and I guess this could happen again, but. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the outlier of all outliers. He scored in both playoff games on the ground. Right. That's just not going to happen too often. And if you take that away, he still was very effective, but he was not, you know, that's his full six points for, for those rushing touchdowns. Really, really lucrative. If he plays a clean game, I think that really helps them win the game. But if he plays a clean game, I don't think that gives him uh, an additional ceiling in terms of his DFS output. So I'm with you there. My biggest fade last week, and I was very vocal about this, was Cam Akers. Uh, Worked out great. Didn't matter, though, because I was super underweight on Gabe Davis. So, you know, it it means nothing, Ben. Right. Like, okay, cool. Was right about Cam Akers. And then Gabe Davis went when it's it's it's. I don't believe in moral victories. Let's put it that way. But his price is down. I don't love the matchup at all. Uh, But at the same time, you're talking about a 24 carry, 27 touch game. And Sonny Michelle immediately became 100% uninvolved. So I think this is a really interesting position to touch on, even though we don't have a lot of backs because you've got Clyde Edwards-Alaire back. But then you had Jarek McKinnon, who was once again heavily involved. I think even if Daryl Williams is active, he might not even play. Uh, so a lot to break down. We'll kick it off at the top with Joe Mixon. Nice little bounce back performance after last week. Fortunately, got into the end zone and was heavily involved as a pass catcher because uh, once again, Mixon on the ground was was really underwhelming. What week do you think was the last week that he's averaged four plus yards per carry without looking? Yeah, I mean, I, obviously, I don't know. Week. Uh, let's take a guess. You've been pretty good lately. 14, 12. Yeah, it's a while. He's gone one, two, three, four, five, six, seven straight weeks with sub four yards per attempt. What was he in the game? Like, I mean, he, I, I don't have it. I know he was in the 3.9. Okay. So it wasn't that I was going to say, cause no. he was, I wanted the volume to be a little more. Cause I had that over on his rushing prop and it was right there. And I was projecting him more for the 16 to 18 carries, not 14. Or what was 13. the prop? 60 and a half. I got it, it. It dropped to 58 and a half. Oh, okay. Um, but yes, he has been underwhelming. There's no doubt, but he's been targeted. Get this six, eight, five, and seven times over the last four games, you know, as well as I do targets are worth more than carries. Now this isn't to say that we're okay with him getting 10 carries in a game, but if a lot of the absence of carries are going to be replaced by, by targets, 
I'm okay with that. And, and for an, as an example, week 17 against Kansas City, only 12 carries, but 20 total looks. And he had seven receptions on eight targets. Last week, 21 total looks because he had seven targets and 14 carries. He had five targets and 17 carries against Vegas, um, six targets and 18 carries against Baltimore. And that was a game where they, they sat some of their starters down the stretch. He has been super involved out of the backfield as a pass catcher, which I think mitigates some of that concern if he's going to see less carries and this game evolves into a shootout. 100%. The other thing is Pirine and Evans are doing nothing. They're not even garnering like third. It's Mixon's backfield permanently, regardless of game script. And Kansas City's obviously, they, they've been a sieve, uh, particularly with the run defense. I'm sure Cincinnati's plan is going to be to try to run the ball, Kansas City, 4.7 yards allowed per rush attempt, 30th in the league. The offensive line is a mess. We saw Burrow take, you know, 10 sacks, and that hurts Mixon as well. Um, but I do think he's going to have ample opportunities. And if the game devolves, he makes an easy attachment to Joe Burrow stacks. I like that because we've seen Mixon can actually break off some big receptions. It's not just like, a, you know, one of those guys, Leonard Fournette in Jacksonville style where – you know, he catches seven balls, but you never go above 40 total receiving yards. And it really, there's no real positive correlation there with your quarterback because your quarterback doesn't get points for completing those passes where Leonard Fournette did, right? So uh, I'm with you. But P. Ryan, I, I have zero, very, very little concern that P. Ryan is, he had what, two targets? He didn't see a single carry. Mixon's still the guy he's going to, I'm assuming Mixon plays around 75 to 80% of snaps. I'm on board there. And, and the re, the reason I brought him up first, Ben is all of these other slates in the playoffs. We've had a lot of bell cow backs. We don't and, and bell cow backs that catch passes. Now it gets a little bit dicier, right? Because you have Edwards, Alaire and, and Jarek McKinnon. Um, you have cam Akers, who I like obviously, but I don't like this matchup at all. And then Elijah Mitchell, who fortunately was targeted four times last game, but generally speaking is doing most of his work on the ground and he's seeding some work to, to Debo Samuel as well. So is mixing your top running back or if not, where do you go? I think he has to be. Um, I, yeah. I don't know really where else you, first of all, you have to pick two running backs minimum. Obviously if you don't yeah. use mixing, you're obviously going to have to venture into some of these, dicey waters right off the bat and I, i'm i'm a little uh concerned about it i, I think eli mitchell of course is still going to get to work 20 total touches seems like a lock regardless then you've got i mean sony michelle was completely phased out it was acres backfield but he was fumbling all over the place he didn't play great <laughs> he's going to be in play and then kansas city is the most difficult you just don't know what they're going to do i think acres i mean 24 carries and three targets i just pulled it up i mean that's a lot of work uh, a for lot. him. If he, if he sees that, he's he would probably be my second favorite running back by default. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. And, and Mixon, Mixon's running like twenty five routes a game in the in the playoffs. Th those are good numbers. I'm okay with that. The, yeah, I mean, it, it, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. It gets dicier though. I I mean, look, Mitchell. The one thing I I love about Mitchell is if we do get into a game that's just neutral game script last week was was odd and and it didn't play out the way we were looking for but he's played 70 plus percent of snaps in back-to-back -back games right use checks out there a lot but use checks uh, used as a blocker uh jeff wilson got hurt 
uh, Hasty's used, you know, one or two snaps a game. It's him. And then it's Debo out of the backfield, which I don't love, but there's always that potential for the big game for me, Eli Mitchell. I, I don't like the matchup again, but where else do we go? I, I think you have to. And last week, again, I wanted nothing to do with Cam Akers last week. That doesn't mean I don't have any, I don't want anything to do with him this week, especially with the limited games. We had a, a comment from Pot Farmer that said, and what's up, man? Glad to see you here. Can we talk about how the Rams just straight up abandoned Sony Michelle and Akers coughs it up twice? Got to go back to a close, even split, right? I don't think they will, honestly. I, I don't. I think this is, I think this is a spot where, and I could be wrong, but I, I think McVeigh probably still sticks with Akers here. And if, if you see it the other way around, you might want to get a little bit of Sonny Michelle in there. It might not be the worst idea, but Sonny Michelle's only $400 cheaper than Cam Akers. So I'd still rather go with, with a guy in Cam Akers who, you know, was five and a half months removed from a ruptured Achilles in week 18 at five carries, then had 17 carries in the, the wild card round, then 24 carries and 27 touches in, in the divisional round and played 81% of snaps to Sonny Michelle's 19. I mean, Ben, this is speculative, of course. We don't know, but I still think Akers is the bell cow here. Even if Daryl Henderson gets gets designated or get, does is activated, I still think Akers is the clear guy for now. I tend to agree with you. Now, I, I do think we're talking about two games in large field tournaments playing Sony Michelle. Even if you think Akers is the guy, it's not crazy because something could happen. He could fumble again. You could get Brandon Smith work. made that comment. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off, but no. just to, I think you two are right. Brandon Smith is I think Akers is one fumble away from Michelle getting the bulk of the work that I could definitely see. And you can plan for that in large field tournaments. I, I think that Akers is the guy. I think there's a lot of scenarios where it's a repeat of what we just saw. Um, and Sony Michelle has absolutely no opportunity, but if for some reason you get it right, that's going to be a way to definitely differentiate. So I'm with you there. I, I will say a couple couple of things from chat. Uh, no chance mixing to get a TD first. The Chiefs, I disagree. It's minus 125 in the market to score in the game. I, I think he's very likely to score, honestly. And I do like the props on Mixon. His rushing yards prop is at 60 and a half. Just pulled that up on Odd Chopper. The receiving one is not posted yet, but I think you go over that. You mentioned all the targets last week. I think Mixon is a guy that I'm actually buying on across the board from betting to DFS. I like that a lot. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, it. it's one of those things where I think I still like the acres over as well. It's a little bit dicier, but this has been a really, really interesting Rams team in the postseason so far. They had a game where they were able to run a lot against Arizona, right? And then a game where they they coughed up a big lead towards the end but had a, a 27 to three lead over the, over the, uh, and Brady almost coming back from that. I mean, coming back, it was just remarkable, man. The, the, the series of events that the fumbles, I mean, what a, an amazing game that listen to this. You've seen Stafford throw then 55 times in the postseason, 55 times. Okay. In these two games over that stretch, Cam Akers has 41 carries and Sonny Michelle has 14. So you've got 55 carries right there alone, just for your running backs. 
Stafford in those has what? Uh, 10. That's 65. This team in the regular season had the lowest neutral game script or uh, game script adjusted run play percentage, but the game scripts have been so favorable for most of these games in like what seven of eight quarters, really, that they can run. I don't think it's, I don't think it's out of the question that once again you see the Rams in a favorable game script. I know, I know San Francisco's played them well, but this offense for San Francisco. If they can't get it going on the ground, I'm not confident they get it going through the air, at least not efficiently enough to go up by two scores. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, I think they're going to have opportunities on the ground. It's just a tough spot. San Francisco's defense is obviously much better For sure. than Cincinnati's and much better than Kansas City's. But volume, there's only, you know, there's a chance that Akers has a, a medi mediocre game and he's still optimal because nobody else gets there. Uh, I don't think it's out of the realm that this is just a bad spot for running backs in general uh, outside of Mixon. And you've got Mitchell McKinnon and, and Edwards Hilaire is just, I, I, I mean, Edwards Hilaire, every time he touched the ball was super effective, but he didn't get a lot of opportunities. I do think that maybe we see a little more. I, I like him over McKinnon, but it's still a little dicey with Kansas City. Yeah, Absolutely. Right now, you've got McKinnon projected for way more ownership than yeah. Edwards Alaire. That makes the that. decision for me. Yeah, I, I don't agree. That same. That makes it easy. Like McKinnon looked solid. He had a couple big plays. He had that, uh, what do you have, a 20 yard reception on fourth and one late in that game? He was solid. But uh, yeah, it, I still think Edwards Alaire, if he's going to be half as popular as McKinnon, especially after how good he looked last game. That, that that makes it a lot easier for me. There's no doubt about it. A anything else you want to hit on at running back? I do think, again, I want to stress, like million-dollar GPPs where you're trying to beat 100,000 people. You could try to experiment with maybe the combo uh, in terms of consolidating. I think it's a little much, though. It would be site-dependent. I'm not paying north of 10K for McKinnon, Edwards, Hilaire together. Okay. Just a little uh, too thin. I get it. I, I totally get it, but I'm I'm not going to do it. I agree with you. And the reason for that is they're they're not far enough in price. Like if one of them was minimum salary, it's easier. But when they're all priced very closely to other lead backs that you can pretty much lock up for, you know, 20 plus carry upside, that makes it a whole lot more difficult. All right. Pop Farmer, thanks for the uh, super chat, man. And Picant Pecan said, would you fade cup in a single entry 94 size field for a million dollar top prize asking for a friend? How much is that fucking entry? Well, I assume it's only the millionaires. Oh, right. Right. It's the uh, tournament of champions, right? So I don't have the Good structure call. of that because I'm not in it. Um, if it's winner take all, I would definitely fade them. If it's a normal structure, then it's just a risk tolerance question. He's fantastic. But if you're really trying to win the million dollar top prize and, and you think he might be like, I don't know, 70% owned or something like that, I probably would look to build. I have I haven't built. It's only Tuesday. I would look to fade him in something like that, especially if it's top heavy. People gave you hell last week for saying that Derrick Henry, yeah. it wasn't a priority and we still, by the way, still easily hit the the over on rushing attempts props. That was that was a nice one to get to. But yeah, you were absolutely right. 
uh, that Devontae Adams wasn't a priority. I don't know if anyone saw a game like that coming where there was just nothing offensively, but you nailed it. Uh, And you said you were prioritizing the, the Sunday night game. The only thing that, the only thing about that one that ended up sucking was it wasn't Stefan Diggs. He was a ghost, yep. right? Like at that price, we loved him. We loved Tyree kill. Uh, and essentially all of those guys that were, that were underpriced AJ Brown too, right? AJ Brown was great at that cheap price point. Most of those guys ended up being good. Diggs was Diggs was arguably the biggest disappointment on the entire week. Oh yeah, a- absolutely. It was just a no show, uh, unfortunately. So uh, yeah, we'll see uh, him and Kittle Kittle who's going to be a fascinating, we're going to talk about him in just a couple of minutes. That's going to be a, another tough play once again this week. Yeah, no question. All right. Awesome Hall of Fame. Let me just induct a couple of people real quick. We like doing this. We had someone in our, I don't know if it's in here yet, but we had someone in Discord uh, with the Awesome Mo avatar hit 100K yesterday. Here it is, Ben. But the screenshot was like him taking a picture of his computer from 100 <laughs> feet away. So it's like we got our boy Jordan Klein. We got a better one. So uh, let's do it. All you got to do to get inducted, get on here, get your shout out, catch some love here on Twitter, wherever it is, and get a free month of Awesome O Plus Platinum, $90 value, every single tool on the site for every single sport, um, PGA, NBA, NFL, everything, uh, MMA, if I didn't say that already, eSports. All you got to do is download the avatar at awesomeo.com slash avatar. And then when you finish top three in a field of 5,000 or more, you can't chop it like a hundred ways. It has to be, I think three or less tweet us at awesome. H O F. And we will get you that free month and we'll get you up here. De- uh, D Lenny hundred K first out of 116,000 huge stuff, man. Life-changing money. Congratulations. What a big win. I love to see that Zane 16,800. Solo ship is next on the agenda. Amazing content, easily the best out there. So we've had some, I mean, we're, 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 we're making moves around here. First place, 10 K to first sweet whisk whiskery. I love this comment a couple days later. And it's finally setting in my biggest DFS win yet. I'm coming for you. Ship my money. Thanks to all you guys for helping me become a better DFS player. Uh, ben, I told you we had some big wins this week. Man. Yahoo as well. Again, yeah, that- those, con- those contests over there, softer, really good structures. Yep. We had people going, I don't usually play on Yahoo. I don't usually play NFL and ended up having great weeks. Took down the dime. Not sure how there wasn't a quarter with it. Must have shuffled out during the late swap. It pays to stick around for the postdoc show. Timothy Beachler, congrats, man. First place in the dime. And then Jordan Lockhart. This one stings a little bit. Nice to see another awesome member towards the top. 0.75 away always hurts. I don't want to hear it, man. You won 20K again. I'm kidding. I, I hear you, though. That is tough. But uh, third place, 20K, Jordan Lockhart. Welcome back to the Hall of Fame. And then HK18. Thanks, Awesome. And Utah Jazz for resting players. Yeah, what a mess that was. Oh Second and 10th, $500 and $100. Huge Awesome Hall of Fame. Some new inductees. Love to see it. And uh, if you want to get in on it, awesomeo.com slash avatar. Download that avatar. Yahoo, DraftKings, FanDuel, wherever it is you play. And hit us up at Awesome HOF when you win. Include Ben and myself on that as well because we enjoy seeing those wins. All right, wide receiver, Cooper Cup. You said you'd fade him in something like that, but how are you approaching Cooper Cup and other large field tournaments? So it looks like it's pretty – again, I haven't built just yet, but it looks like it's pretty soft pricing. And obviously, if I can make room for him, I will. The guy is unbelievable. How he gets so open is really just ridiculous. Uh, 
I guess it's a credit to him. And if you do want to play the game of Stafford has struggled against the Niners, well, Cooper Cup certainly has not. Um, in both games, he was very, very effective. 25 plus fantasy points. What's there to say? He's very, very expensive. He's going to change your lineup construction. He's going to make it harder to leverage just because when you click him in, you're, you're going to be more likely to do some other obvious things. But I absolutely am not advocating to just like fade Cooper Cup. That's a quick way to just get a negative 100% ROI if he explodes. Yeah. But it's, a, it's kind of crazy. And this is something you kind of have alluded to in these postseason games that when you have a Kansas City Cincinnati game and you have a, a Tyree Kill, um, you have a, a Jamar Chase, a T. Higgins, and I'm not putting them even on the same level as Cooper Cup. But Cup could go for 30, and these guys could go for, you know, like a T. Higgins or, or a Chase go for 25 apiece in an insane shootout game or something like that happens. And Cup's 30 is, is a lot less necessary, as we saw this past weekend. I think that's less of a, a risk this week than it was last week. But, um, you know, it's always a possibility in games like that. So I uh, love Cooper Cup, but... I'm not going to build every single lineup, Ben. I think this, I'm not going to build every single lineup needing to get to him either. No, me neither. And yeah, on a two, so I, there's a huge difference between a four game slate and a two game slate. Yep. With a two game slate, the problem with fading Cooper Cup and stuff is that his raw points, he might only get like 19. And it's like, oh, that's terrible. But if there's no one else who explodes, he's still going to be very important. Uh, whereas on a four game slate or an eight game, slate, you just know there's going to be other guys. So if value opens up or there are cheapies that explode, Cooper Cup's raw points are going to become very, very important. And it's hard to think that he doesn't have somewhat of an effective game. I mean, the guy is just as, as consistent as they come. He's uh, amongst, if not the best receiver in the entire league. Yes, he is. And uh, he's had a couple big games against San Francisco already this year, but he's had big yeah. games against, you know, pretty much every team that he's faced. So I think Tyree Kill, though, I mean, anybody that was worried about his heel coming in the last week, I, I think any, any, any of those concerns are clearly in the rear view <clears throat> at this point, Ben. And unlike that Pittsburgh game where they just had whatever they wanted. See, this is what I love. Like, Buffalo, first of all, had just some horrible coverage at times. It was unreal what they allowed Hill to do, but he's so good. He's his breakaway speed is, is unthinkable. He had a 30% target share in a game against Buffalo in a big game against Buffalo, him and Kelsey combined for a 50% target share in that game. It tells me all I need to know. And quite frankly, as good as Cooper cup is going into a game like this, 54 and a half point total, uh, we know that he is still the Mahomes bread and butter in these type of games is always going to be a guy like Hill. I think, I think Tyree kill is, is still too cheap. He is my favorite receiving option on the entire slate at this price point. Yeah, I I'm with you. Just what's there to say the guy, they get him the ball in a variety of ways. Every time he touches the ball, as we've seen extremely dangerous. And as long as they're going to pepper him with targets and I don't know why they wouldn't, it's it's just tough. It's tough not to get to him. He was amongst my highest own last week. I, it's not going to change much this week. Okay. I'm actually more interested to talk about Jamar Chase and T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd because I mentioned it to you earlier in the show, but when you look at snap counts for these guys, and you do have Usama, Usama as well, but Chase played 98% of snaps. Boyd played 91%. T. Higgins played 95 
No other receiver saw a single snap. So if you are at least going to Cincy, you know these guys are going to be on the field. And unless this game just goes completely sideways, you know they're going to have to throw as well, right? They had some good breaks, a couple interceptions against – actually, I think Ryan Tannehill got picked three times in that game, didn't he? Yeah. So some good breaks, didn't have to do quite as much. The Tennessee offense was stagnant for more than half of that game. I don't see that being the case here. And if it goes as I expect it to, and maybe I'm wrong, all of these guys are going to see a a heavy, heavy dose of targets. Yeah, I mean, really, the offense target-wise, it's five players that can really get the ball. You've got Mixon, Uzoma, and the three receivers. Uh, Burrow, I think it's pretty reasonable, is going to throw the ball upwards of 40 times, maybe more. And all of them should have pretty healthy targets uh, in terms of target share and whatnot. So. I get it. I think Jamar Chase, you know, is, is the highest boom bust of them. The guys, even last game, he didn't really do anything. And then he just gets loose a couple times and boom, he, he wasn't uh, what you wanted at 7,100, but he wasn't, he, he still uh, had five for a buck oh nine. So I get it. Boyd's price point has really come down 4,200. Uh, he is the third wheel out there, but he's working at a slot and I still think he can have a pretty good game. So I like it. It's going to be combinations of these type of players with Burrow, a lot of them in lineups for me. Hit that thumbs up, too, if you haven't done so yet. We got a decent fit, 25% uh, likes to viewer ratio. Not bad. A little over 200 people watching. It's a Tuesday show for a Sunday two-game slate. Uh, you guys have been awesome all season. I say that a lot, but it's it's nice to know that even if we're doing a Tuesday show, Ben, uh, for Sunday on a two-game slate in the you know championship round, we still got people that want to hang out and talk football, you know, it's great. And, and the, obviously if you want to join the channel, hit subscribe. We're almost at 72,000 crazy subscribers, crazy and progress. I do want to just quickly say, if you haven't gone to our odd shop or YouTube channel and you enjoy betting, you enjoy parlays, you enjoy that type of stuff. We're building over there. We're almost at 3000 subs very quickly. And that Beautiful. is very exciting. So if you like that stuff, if you like crazy bets, we were talking about uh, Burkina Faso soccer yesterday. We were getting into some <laughs> college basketball, all types of stuff, and use an odd shopper. That is the place to be. Uh, yeah, Luff, you missed quite quite some crazy African soccer games yesterday. Oh, man, you got to hit me up, bro. Yeah, Burkina Faso. They won, and then their government got overthrown. I was just going to say, I was just about to say, didn't, tough, didn't, tough the, scene. didn't the president get taken captive or something? Uh, apparently, yeah, they did win, though. Well, that's good. Yeah, good. For All them. is well in the world of Burkina Faso. Great, great country. Little known country, but a country. What's the capital? Woogie Doogie. Wait, are you serious? It's like Ooga Dooga. Somebody look it up. This guy like, knows the capital of like every country in the world. So somebody that's confirmed for sure. It's like O-A-G and then it's a long string of letters. You said Oogie Doogie. It sounds like it's like Doogie <laughs> or something like that. Picard Picard said the betting show is lit. It's an awesome show. I try and watch yeah. it as often as I can. There's only so many shows you can watch, though, when you got a million uh, everywhere. But yeah. Oh, and PGA is, is Wednesday, right? Yeah. We have Live Before Lock tonight, 8 o'clock Eastern. Me and Eric Lindquist, same as always, just the schedules and move, move the day up. So we'll have you covered. We did our VODs, betting videos, all that's posted over on Odd Shopper. So, yeah, great tournament for PGA. Awesome. Yeah, and appreciate you, Anthony. He said it makes work workable. <laughs> I hear Sounds that. like work is less workable when you do. Actually, no, I can, I can multitask. I listen to some stuff. All right. 
Yeah. I had one more thing to say. I can't yeah, remember. Thank it. you, Alejandro. Woogie, you pronounced that, Lafay. Go ahead. Uga Dugal. Okay. Well, I didn't say it like that. I said Oogie Doogie. I don't know if that's right. I'm just telling I you. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's right either, but that's that is but still that you would know that is impressive. Well, you know, I mean, I've spent my my youth years in Burkina Faso. Um no. Oh yeah? Yeah, yeah. It's uh my summer vacation spot. <laughs> we got free content on the site today. NBA ownership rankings, PGA top golfers, NHL player rankings, all of that stuff, totally free today. Be sure to check that out. Uh, one question that I don't think is asked enough, Ben, so I want to make sure I ask you now, and I think it was really helpful uh, when you and I did Saturday Deeper Dive, is on these short slates, you have to take some stands. Where would you be taking stands when it comes to fading some of the top players? Or even if it was like one guy that you're taking a stand on to get the most of and one guy that you're just going to come in underweight on despite the fact that he's a great player. And it's early in the week. I get that. Probably cup right now, just because I don't really have a great answer for anyone else. I think that Debo sporting a Q tag, he's been underwhelming. Not a lot of people relative to how good he is are going to be interested there. People are going to want Tyreek. People are going to want cup. He's in the natural sandwich spot. Uh, and I get it. I think he's less likely to succeed than them, but is he as less likely than the ownership will be? If he's one fifth, the ownership of those guys, I don't view them as five times as likely to get there versus Debo. So the top of the wide receiver range to me is the highest variance. Whereas to me, Mixon and Burrow and Mahomes, they're more priorities because I think the drop off for them is more severe than wide receiver. You know, it's possible too that you've got a game where like the winning lineup just has all the receivers from Kansas city, Cincinnati. I don't think that's out of the also question possible. at all. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think of some of the cheap I, T Higgins isn't cheap. I do like him a lot this week. Uh, I like Boyd as well, man. I, I know it's been ugly, but I'll go back to what I said before he's playing Ben 90 plus percent of snaps in back-to-back -back games. He's on the field. He's still someone that can be a big factor. He's 4,200. He's very cheap. I love his overprop this week. We love it at Odd Shopper right now. It's the second highest expected ROI bet that we have of any player that has a prop right now. 63% expected win rate. Uh, over on and, and at Odd Shopper, we just do the work for you. So you don't need to find where the best lines are. Uh, we have him at 52.9% or 52.9 projected yards. Over, if you hit the over on Fandle, 37 and a half yards. I really like that there. Can you just, I, I know we're running out of time, but tight ends won't take long. Can you just explain why actually shopping these odds and allowing odd shopper to do it for you is actually a, a good process that probably doesn't get taken advantage of enough? Yeah. I mean, the simplest fact is, is as we get into the playoffs, I, I really think you could sum it up like this. We all have a pretty good idea of, of the volume and the work for these guys. So these books are going to be accurate on a lot. So a couple yards difference across the sites is huge. I already talked about that Mixon prop from last week. I had a 50, like it makes a difference. You think, oh, a couple points uh, and it's with props, it's with sides, just going to Odd Chopper, being able to quickly find the bets that yes, our projections and the tools, obviously I stand behind them hundred percent, but even taking that out of it, just being able to identify where the best number is out there is invaluable. Uh, it, it does, it makes the difference. And I'll even bring up yesterday, Oklahoma City Thunder. 
I got them at plus two. Obviously, the DeRozan news happens. Some of the books reacted and they moved to a one point favorite. Other books still had them as a one and a half point dog. If you shop that, you ended up winning that bet when they rallied. If you didn't, you ended up losing that bet. Those happen all the time. And in the prop world, it's even more prevalent. Dude, you can get like eight yard swings. And even before you get swings, you can you can get I, a lot of times we talk about it in the mornings. Matt Kajewski and I always for these showdown slates where you have some of these kind of more obscure players like Jawan yep. Jennings and the Ferksers and the Jeff Swains where you could have a four to five yard discrepancy from book to book. That's massive. It, it's huge. Uh, yeah. You can do so many things like that. It makes the difference in your bottom line. If you're tracking your bets, uh, you'll quickly see how big of a difference being able to get the best line available does. And that's one of the core principles of Odd Shopper. Well said. And it's free. And totally it's free. free. You don't even and need to get... sign up. It's not like sign up and it's free. It's just free. You, yeah, you don't have there. to sign up at all. And the parlay builder is just awesome. So. Well, that's just fun. So but I love fun. Boyd. He, okay. We got him projected at t- around 20% ownership. That's just low right now. And I, to me, it's low for a guy that when I want to play so many other good players, Boyd for me just seems like an obvious easy puzzle piece, but maybe I'm wrong. I'll take some shots on Jefferson. I know he's been underwhelming lately, but maybe San Francisco sells out and tries to stop cup with his route running. It's very difficult, but. Jefferson's one of those guys that's just not been good, but his ownership is so low. He's playing almost 100% of snaps, so at least I know he's on the field. Those are the two cheap guys, and and obviously you can throw Pringle in there as well. What are you doing with the non-studs? Yeah, I think I'm just going to mix and match with these guys. You know, low probability of success, but it only takes one. Van Jefferson, Hardman, Jennings. Uh, I, I know the Niners passing attack isn't prolific, but... All you need is a fluke touchdown. I think they make good pairings of salary relief. If you're using very aggressive builds up top, you're going to need some of these guys. And I feel comfortable landing in that range. All right. Ready to talk tight ends and and wrap this up? Sure. Let's do it. Travis Kelsey is at the top, you know, clear top option there just in terms of salary. And then you've got Kittle at at $5,000. And the price continues to drop week after week. Higby, CJ Usoma, there's only four viable options. I'm not going back to Blanton. If you want to make that argument, fine, but I, I, it won't be me. He played no. eight snaps last game. What's that? No, don't do that. Yeah, it's just, it's not something I'm interested in. Unless you're playing the showdown slate, you want to that's do different. that, that's, that's fine. Yep. But I think all four of these tight ends, you can make pretty good arguments for, I'll, I'll give you my order. It's, it's, it's Kelsey, Kittle. Usama and then Higby. Ownership has Higby and Usama, Usama flipped, but uh, I like him. I mean, you, the good thing about tight end is they you have every option available. If you have the money, go get Travis Kelsey. Right. You're in the mid-range. George Kittle, his prop is still 50 yards. We have him projected over for that. He saw six targets in, in the ugly game in Green Bay. I think he'll be more active. If you don't have money, Uzoma had eight targets. Uh, the guy was fantastic. He's going to be involved. And Higby is a great attachment to Stafford. So I, I can't say enough about tight end. It's, it's a range I'm not even going to think about because no matter where I end up, I'll be very, very comfortable uh, with my builds. I will only have four tight ends 100%, but I will have all four in, in certain lineups. Usama has a 20% target share in these two playoff games. For a $3,400 tight end with Joe Burrow as his quarterback, it's pretty good. It's very good. And I think Swaggy brings up a good point. 
you can definitely double double tight end pair. Well, yeah, he different. said Kelsey and Kittle. I think you can do it. I think you can do multiple combinations there. I don't think it just has to any be Kelsey Kittle either. I, honestly, I think you could do any permutation of the four. Even uh, Higby, Usama? Just because then you could have like a cup. Everything chase, else. Like cup chase hill. How many people are going to do that? That's a good point. And look, as, as much as. As much as I think this could be, this could finally be the game where Kittle erupts, and we have him as the best expected ROI bet, uh, one of the highest expected win rate bets, Ben, again this week. He hit the over last week quite easily, right? I think he was at like 45 and he went 60, what do you have, 60 yards, 63? But yeah, I, I, I'm taking the over on receiving yards <clears throat> at 50 and a half. I like him there, but I'm not. I'm not uh, ignorant to the fact that with the way Garoppolo looks, Kittle could just not be very good. And then Higby and uh, Usama could be, you know, the tight ends two and three or something like that. It could definitely happen. So, yeah. All right. As far as defense goes, you and I took a very similar approach last week. We just loaded up on the, the Niners as the cheapest option. And I didn't even, it wasn't because I thought that was going to work. It was because no, they I were the cheapest option. Yeah. I just, there's yeah. no rhyme or reason. Obviously, the Chiefs should sack Burrow like 10 times like everybody else, but I don't see a, a difference between any of them. The Bengals' defense is going to be very low-owned, um, just I think because they're playing the Chiefs, but maybe because they're the cheapest, I'm wrong about that. I I have no no uh, lean on defense. Me neither. And on Yahoo, I loaded up on uh, the, the Packers because they yeah. were the cheapest. Yep. They were like $13, especially on the – it was a Saturday slate. <clears throat> they, they did separate slates, but yeah. Uh, I'll go with the cheapest. Uh, do I want to go with Cincy? I don't know. I mean, I, I <laughs> what, here's what I'm saying. It, while I don't have much of a lean, if I could pay 200 additional dollars and get to the Niners o- over Cincy, I would definitely do that. Just throwing it out there, Ben. Not that it I, means much, but if I have the 200, I'm going to, to the Niners over the Bengals. So would I, but everybody's going to do that. Yeah, you're probably right. Like well, everyone's thinking the same. Thing. I don't know how many people are just going to go with the extra 400 and go to the Rams. Yeah, I guess that's true. That's something to monitor. If Cincinnati's defense becomes like abnormally low owned, I'll just play them on principle. I get it. Rams are at 33 projected ownership percent. Niners at 28. Chiefs at 24. Bengals at 14. So, yeah, that's not enough. Like if no. the Bengals are like 8%, 6%, something like that, I would just play yeah. them, but that's not going to happen. No, 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 no. I, I think, yeah, we'll see. This has been a fun show, man. Went a little bit over, but this is good Sorry. stuff. Had a lot of fun breaking it down. Uh, first look here. Yes, absolutely. It's always good to get a litmus test. Obviously, we'll monitor the news. Um, we got plenty of time till Sunday, but the props, the ownership, all the tools are out. So you can see how they evolve, honestly. If you're new to betting, I'd just say this. Go to Odd Chopper today and just write down some of the numbers that you see. Great call. And, and go back on Saturday and see what happens to some of these props. And you will quickly realize how much value you potentially miss if you're not reacting to these news. Some of these props will be almost 10 yards different by Sunday. No doubt. And, you know, or or if you're new to it, but you, and, but you still want a little skin in the game, put like five, ten dollars on each yeah, one of them. Just take a stake. Yeah. What's up? Small po- yeah, small position. Just a yeah. small stake. Put a small position on them and, and see how it goes. So, yeah, I, I would definitely recommend that. I would also 
recommend checking out PJ Live Before Live tonight. I know I'll be there. 8 p.m. You and Eric Lindquist. Is it a good tournament coming up? Great tournament. Farmers, yeah. Tory Pines, all the world's best. Uh, it's just a good one to break down. Awesome. And if you guys want to get in on the action, Ben just mentioned that the ownership has already updated our boom bust tool. Our top stacks tool are updated. We got all of the NBA content, lineup builder, ownership, boom bust, pr player projections, rankings, uh, fantasy cruncher add on all of that at awesome.com slash join. You can do a week for just one sport. You can do a week for all sports. You, you can do a month for everything. If you want to make a real investment, go for the full year, get every sport. Uh, it's a, it's a significant discount from the, uh, from, from whatever else you're doing. You're the best tools out there created by awesome himself. And so many other guys contributed like Sean's on and, and Steve buzzard, the Colts, one of the best players out there, Eddie lie behind the scenes, 1-800 Eddie. You see him up atop the leaderboard. I don't know, Ben, they're just a ton of people that work on these tools that win a ton of money playing DFS. I don't think there needs any more of an endorsement than that. So no, they make our job very easy. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, they do. Check it out. Awesome.com slash join. You guys are the greatest. Thanks for hanging out as always. Follow Ben at Jazz Raz DFS, me at Lafayette underscore D. And we'll see you back here tomorrow for the ownership show. Gajeski, Linquist, and myself. This is sponsored by Yahoo. Use the link. Get your free month of Awesome and start winning money. Peace.